Welcome to Let's Get Unraveled, a place where artists from all walks of life come to share their unabridged stories and speak openly and candidly about their creative journeys. We're so happy you're here. Hi, everybody. I'm Co Hodges, the co-founder of Unraveled Academy, an online photography school and community where we offer artists a place to grow and create without fear of judgment and where every artist has a seat at the table. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing the badass Heather Kep of Dreamcatchers Photography. She is both an editorial and live music photographer. Uh, her work is very unique. It's stunning and entrancing. And we're going to dig into a little bit of her process here today. So Heather, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Oh, this is going to be awesome. So we're going to dig a little bit into um, your beginnings. And can you tell everybody, first of all, where you live and what type of work you primarily do? So I live in a small town outside of L.A. Um, it's called Riverside, so Riverside, California. It's um, nestled right in between like San Diego and L.A., so um about an hour outside of each okay and um I do like you said I do editorial and a lot of live music um and I work a lot in Hollywood so a lot of um entertainment um kind of fun Hollywood parties (laughs) stuff like that (laughs) that's awesome you're gonna make me sound super boring because I'm like this boring suburban mom (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're like Hollywood parties I'm like totally Hollywood parties been there not once uh, <laughs> yeah so I'm like super awkward I don't know like any celebrities by face I'm like everyone's just a person so I'm terrible paparazzi honestly um, but I think that's why people connect with me so well is because I'm like you know you're just a normal person to me uh, so I love that. but uh, yeah I mean I I started off um, just as a, a mom as well. So it's kind of a crazy journey. It is, isn't it? Oh my gosh. Well, let's talk about that next. Can you tell us when you first picked up a camera and why? Um, my son was about a year old and I realized that all I had were cell phone pictures of him. Mm-hmm. And it was it just broke my heart because I've always loved photography. Um, as a kid, I always had a disposable camera in my hand. Uh, so, you know, capturing images has always been a part of my life and it just seemed, you know, it phased out for a, a time. And then I like paused and I was like, man, I don't have any nice photos of my child. Right. And so that day I got on offer up and I found a Nikon, what was it? A D5200. And it was 110 bucks. And I snatched it up and I started taking pictures of my kid. And I was like, man, this feels so good. This feels so great. And, you know, I kind of just followed that. Oh, I love that so much. And I can totally relate to that of just the, the, need to document their lives as we're watching them grow so quickly. Um, and then have, you know, your own intrinsic artistic values, like kind of surface because of that, um, which I'm sure, you know, played into what you do now in such a big way. So it's so amazing. Um, and I really do feel like you're, you, you're a unique, uh, interview for me. I've not ever talked to anybody really dug into somebody who does the type of work you do on a, on a, 
larger scale. Um, so let's talk a little bit about your editorial work and when did you really break into that industry? Uh, well, when I first started, um, you know, taking images, I was pretty new here to California. Um, I moved out here right after my son was born and I really didn't know anybody, you know, I was a stay-at-home mom mm -hmm. um, and it was just me and my son and my camera. And I was like, okay, now I need some humans. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. I need some, some interaction. And so I got on Facebook and I started looking up modeling sites and mm -hmm. networking sites and just started putting out posts like, hey, I'm a new photographer. Uh, does anyone want to, you know, do some TFP? Uh, TFP in our industry is trade for print, mm -hmm. trade for photo. So we, we basically just trade our time to create. Right. And that's really, really how I got started doing all my editorial work. Oh, that's amazing. Oh my gosh. And what percentage of your work and your income comes from that? Um, that's all I do pretty much. I don't really do a lot of family stuff. Um, even though I started doing, you know, pictures of Atticus, yeah. uh, I really, when I started doing the model work, that was not my intention at all. Mm. Um, but it's where I found my passion. And so that's almost a hundred percent of what my work is. That's amazing to me. I, I think that that's so cool. And for those of you who are listening who uh, have an inkling to kind of get into that genre um, or even dabble in it, even just as a hobbyist, it's a, it's such a an outside, like as an outsider looking into that industry, I don't have a lot of experience and knowledge uh, behind it. I do have people that I mentor that they're like, oh, I just want to shoot for magazines or um, these collections and these editorial shoots. And I'm like, sweet, I've never done it. So it, it's so interesting to be able to talk to somebody who who had their start with, um, you know, their children and then kind of morphed it into something so different. And I love it. I really love it. I'm like so inspired by you. Um, <laughs> do you, would you say you have a lot of say in that line of work as far as creative direction and styling, et cetera, for, um, uh, the models that you shoot and the, uh, people that you work with? Um, it is actually a hundred percent, um, my creative directing from the outfit to the location to, uh, who I have on board for makeup and hair. Um, wow. I bring in my own team members and uh, yeah, most of the concepts, you know, I, I introduced to my editors and they're like, yep, let's do it. I'll, I'll pitch it to their team. Mm -hmm. And uh, most of the time they love it. I've never had a client come back and say, no, we hate that idea. It doesn't fit our vibe at all. Right. We need something else. So, so far I've been pretty lucky with being able to have that freedom. That's amazing. Oh, I love that so much. I feel like I've always wondered about that. Like, oh, how, how much of a, you know, human tripod does some of these artists feel like when there's like a creative director over their head being like, this is what we're going to do. And you're just going to snap it. But I love that actually makes me feel so much better about, about that line, that industry, because the, one of the things, you know, uh, as a professional photographer, whether you're shooting families, couples, weddings, whatever, 
is the burnout from uninspiring shoots. Um, and it's so common. And I love that you, you know, aren't as, as challenged with that for you in this line of work. Um, does that come? Do you have uninspiring shoots at times? Um, I mean, yeah, sometimes you just don't connect with a person, Sure, you know, it's very uninspiring. You can have the greatest setup in the world, you know, but if you don't connect with the person you're shooting with, it can be very, very uninspiring. Oh, absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about that. How do you prep your models that you're working with, uh, to enhance the connection? And is there anything, you know, that you special that you do, uh, to kind of embody the vibe that you want for your shoot between you and them? Well, um, research is always really, really important. You need to know who your artist is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also have to stay on path with what's true to my art. Mm-hmm. And so trying to fuse those two together um, has really been the challenge, but it's been really, really fun because I think that's where most of the creativity comes into play. Mm-hmm. So I love, I love the, the planning of the shoot. It's so mm-hmm. chaotic and stressful <laughs> and it's nothing I thought I would be doing as a photographer. Um, but I've kind of taken the reins on that. I know some people in this industry, they do, they just show up to the studio. They have the pre-made concept and they just mm-hmm. put their triggers on and they shoot you know, and and that's fine. And that's the kind of work that they do, but I like more heart in my work. So Mm -hmm. every piece that I do is thought out for weeks. Oh, I love that. And it shows, obviously, like I was just looking through your body of work and I'm like, absolutely shows in every image. I can like feel you, you know, and it's interesting because I've never met you in real life, but I feel your vibe. And it's not only in, on your social media and your images on your website. And that's so important. And I've been talking with a lot of artists lately um, about being authentically you as a business owner um, and how important that is. And so uh, that's a testament to who you are as both as an artist and a business owner that that just shines through and everything that you're doing so very yeah, I mean, cool that's the one area I kind of refuse to compromise on mm-hmm. is um allowing that creative control to shift to someone else right because I started this you know to create art and mm-hmm. it really evolved into a need for me and so if I'm not out there creating I get really down I have to be out there creating. So I could never pass on that to somebody else and just be that workhorse that shows up and shoots and leaves. Mm -hmm. Oh, I hear you. So would you say, I mean, I I think I know the answer to this already, but would you say you're creatively fulfilled? Honestly, no. I don't think I'll ever be. so many things I want to do um but there's so many limitations there's you know budgets and LA they they hate photographers (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure (laughs) I I walk around people like oh what do you do I'm like I'm a photographer and they're like oh fuck you right right right. (laughs) people do not like photographers in LA but it's funny you go anywhere else um I lived in Denver I lived in Mm -hmm. Austin for many many years and I go back home and I'm like, yeah, I'm a photographer now. They're like, that is so cool. <laughs> you know? So it's just in LA, it's so 
oversaturated mm-hmm. that it's become like a nuisance for people. I, I, <laughs> so, there's so many barriers, like creative barriers. Um, so yeah, to be fulfilled, I think I need more. I need yeah. more space. I need a bigger budget, just bigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. So what would you say is your next step? Like for you, what, what does the next year look like for you creatively? Well, I do a lot of natural light um, kind of photography, and I haven't really had the opportunity to experiment in a studio with flash and lighting. Mm -hmm. And I really think to be a a well-rounded photographer, that's my next goal. So next, the next year, I really want to start practicing that. Um, I I really strayed away from it, not just because I didn't have, you know, the opportunity to be in the studio, but because I'm not inspired by by that. And I I really need to learn how to be creative in a limited space. Sure. So yeah, that's that's my next giant. Oh, that'll be so cool. I can't wait to see you do that. Um, for those that kind of want to get into your line of work or, you know, are thinking about like where where would you even start? Where do you find your uh, team members or models or artists to work with? Like where, and, and when you first started, and you said you reached out with people uh, on Facebook, is that something that you still do or do you reach out on Instagram or how do you find people? Um, yeah, well, I started, you know, with these networking sites mm-hmm. and, you know, being in LA, we're really at an advantage because, you know, this is the place to be for models, sure. photographers, directors, you know, actresses. And so it was it's an abundant group. I mean, there's 20,000 people in there and you post, Hey, I'm a photographer. Here's a few of my images. Does anyone want to work with me? You'll get a hundred responses, you know, in an hour. And then, then you go through and you're like, okay, let me see your portfolio. And then, then you're in business. You're like, okay, wow. I like this feature on her or how she moves her body in this way. And it would really fit this concept. So yeah, um, just reach out to, you know, your local community pages. And mm-hmm. there's, there's people that want to be in this industry in all cities and all States all over, you Absolutely. know, you just got to find each other. Um, and it's getting easier, you know, with social media. I know there's a few networks like the hub, I think is one that's mm-hmm. starting to connect models with photographers. Oh, very cool. Um, but, but yeah, stuff like that. Well, I'm going to look that up because I'm not familiar. And you guys, I'll link that in the show notes here um, as a resource for anybody that's wanting to get involved. I, you know, one of my business partners, I, Ace Fanning, he does uh, very similar local here. We live in Phoenix, uh, like editorial pieces, but it's all, you know, creatively driven. Like he's not getting paid to do it yet. Um, and he always talks about like his dream job would be a creative director. And it's again, it's a, something so foreign to me because I shoot mostly families and that, and, and my kids, and that's just kind of what I do. Um, but I, I'm so fascinated by it. I'm so fascinated by these people coming together and bringing these concepts and doing the work together and, and, and the connection, like you were saying, the connection between the, the artists and different capacities and what they come up with, it blows my mind. And, uh, and I know there's people out there who are probably like me who are like, oh yeah, but I probably couldn't do that. And it's just because I don't have the, I don't know how to do it. I don't know where to get started or have the tools. Um, so I'm going to link some resources here, you guys, so that you can, uh, get started and, 
and make some cool shit. Um, I yeah, want to talk a little bit. Biggest, oh, sorry. Go yeah, ahead. I think the biggest challenge for people is just finding people to work with, you know, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people are just afraid to reach out to one another. They're afraid of failure. They're afraid mm-hmm. they're not going to create something cool. And you just got to remember, like, you don't have to create something amazing every time you go out and create you can just go create just to fulfill your soul just to make connections you know so um you know you just you just have to get get out of your your bubble out of that fear of of failure and just go out there and meet people and that was really hard for me because I have a lot of anxiety so um, it was yeah. a, a big challenge to overcome that. Absolutely. Well, I, I would say the vast majority of us in this industry have some level of social anxiety, whether it's uh, the one-on-one interaction or in, in a crowd. Um, I know for the first two years of my business, every time I went to a session, I would sit in my car and go, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get out of the car now, you know, and I'm going to go meet these people I've never met before. And I know I'm not alone That's in that. Terrifying. <laughs> it really terrifying. is. You're like, I have an hour to make this person fall in love with me. Yep. You know, like sometimes I'm not even comfortable with myself. Like I got to make this whole room be comfortable with me. So yes. the anxiety is real. And, um, my friend, uh, Mark, uh, Mark Maya, he, I did one of his workshops Mm -hmm. and he told me to take that anxiety and turn it into excitement because it's really the same energy. So if you're just, if you just take that energy and kind of just like shift it. Oh, that's the best advice. And and that really like opened up my mind a lot, Mm -hmm. you know, because it really is the same, same energy level, you know, so you just got to psych your brain. (laughs) <laughs> like you know what you're doing like right just walk around with your chest puffed out and be like I'm the shit I'm, I'm supposed to be here they want me here like I have value and that's really you know that was really hard for me to do I would walk in and I'd feel intimidated and I didn't want to bother people I didn't want to be intrusive you know like I didn't want to be that photographer mm-hmm. but you have to be you have Absolutely. to be that photographer Absolutely. Oh, I agree with you so much. Kind of the, the fake it till you make it mentality. Then you get a couple shoots under your belt and you're like, all right, I am commanding the room. And, and the work that I'm making is a reflection of that, um, you know, because confidence exudes confidence and, and connection. And, uh, and you have to remember, too, and I, this was something that took me a long time. It's such a simple concept, but it took me a long time to really remember that the people on the on the other side of my camera are just as nervous uh and maybe even more so because it's intimidating to be photographed uh no matter how beautiful you think they might be um that's awesome let's talk a little bit about your nighttime job i want to talk about just being in the music industry as a as a photographer and can you just tell everybody a little bit about what you do there so um, I shoot a lot of concerts. Um, I'm a rock fan. So, uh, I shoot really beautiful women during the day and these, you know, soft, intimate, amazing portraits. And then at night, I go hang out with rock stars. <laughs> amazing. So it's super, super fun. Um, and I honestly, I think I love it a little more than editorials. Gotcha. Okay, cool. How did you even get linked up in that? 
well, I started off in concert security um, several years ago when I lived in Austin. Um, and then I moved to Denver and I started doing security out there. Wow. And I was, I actually was pregnant and I was doing concert security. I was like backstage <laughs> at, <laughs> yeah, oh like, my I was pregnant, you know, at these, at these shows. And, uh, I would see these photographers in the media pen. I was like, wow, that is so cool. Like I could only imagine combining those two passions your passion for live music and your passion mm -hmm. for photography. I was like, I want to do that one day. And I just, <laughs> and you just did it. Oh my I gosh. I was like, okay. Well, I picked up my camera two years ago. So two like October, 2016 was when I, when I started, oh my um, gosh. January, 2017. So four months, uh, I contacted a band, they were playing locally, um, and I contacted their publicist. I was like, hey, I'm a new photographer. I'm, I'm looking to build my portfolio. Would you be interested in having me shoot your band? And they're like, sure, we'll give you a chance. <laughs> like, I couldn't believe it. I could not freaking believe it um, that they, they said yes. Amazing. And I shot my very first show and the show was Chevelle. I'm not sure if you know that. Band, I do. <laughs> That's amazing. Your first show. <laughs> My first show was Chevelle. Wow. Um, and I met a photographer that evening who ended up being the most amazing human being ever. Wow. He totally took me under his wing and we just created like the best friendship. And, you know, he, he messaged me a couple months later was like, Hey, I have an extra photo pass for bands warp tour. Do you want to go? And I was like, Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> you know? And so then I went from Chevelle to shooting a whole festival. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> and I had to learn real quick. I didn't know anything about concert photography. I mean, mm -hmm. shoot, I didn't know anything about photography really in general. Um, but you learn quick in that photo pit, you get three songs with each band and you're on to the next. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so that's, that's incredible. How I started in live music. I'm telling you, I think everybody is going to be just so inspired to just go do stuff by you. I mean, just go do it. I swear to God, like, I have the most anxiety. It's like <laughs> insane. It's crippling. So, like, for me to reach out to these people and to show up on set with these these movie stars that have a million followers and to like be in these presence of people that, you know, I met Steven Tyler the other day. Shut I got, your mouth. got to photograph Steven Tyler. The other well, day. I don't know I, if you know this, but he was my boyfriend all through high school. You know, he didn't know, but he was my boyfriend. Oh my God. <laughs> I think he's everyone's <laughs> Oh, my life size poster by my bed. No big deal. No big deal. Oh my gosh, That's I insane. Know. It just, it's just crazy to be in these circles. And I'm just yeah. like, just me with my mom target t-shirt on and all these fancy people and I'm like hey I'm Heather <laughs> and they're like hey I'm Steven Tyler and you're like that's cool that's cool try to keep your shit together <laughs> oh that's amazing I, I honestly I'm I am super blown away by you and and I love that you you never looked at yourself like, oh, you know, I'm just a mom, like no big deal. You just did stuff. And, and, and the thing that I think is so great is that you didn't necessarily isolate yourself to like 
the quote unquote normal genres of, of mom togs, right? Cause I'm a mom tog. Sarah's a mom tog. There's a bunch of us. And I feel like it's such a diverse group. The women that I'm meeting and the work they're creating, it's crazy eclectic and beautiful and diverse. And it, we're all so different. And I love that we can just embellish upon that and, and really like throw parades for, for people like you who are just doing what you want to do and what's in your heart. And not only that, but you're turning an income off of it. And that's just so cool. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy just because I never really expected this line of work, you know, when I picked up my camera, I thought I would be a standard mom talk, you know, doing the families and, Mm -hmm. you know, living in a small town. Um, You thought, I thought that's what I would be, you know, I'd be working with my community, but it was so cutthroat and it was so discouraging. Gotcha. And I was like, you know what, I'm looking at photos on looks like film and I'm looking at competitors in my community that are beginners like me. And I just, I just, I don't know. I didn't feel right putting my name in that hat and not having work that I could sell that was that looks like film vibe. I didn't want to start doing work like that. I wasn't proud of. Gotcha. No, I I think that there's so much there and what you just said and how many people can relate to, just watching others on in Facebook groups and watching others on Instagram and being like, well, that's what people want. Uh, I am not making that. Um, this is what I should be aspiring to be like. And, you know, it, it's such a catch 22 in some of these groups because, you know, obviously the work is so beautiful. Um, and I get stuck in it too, where I'm just trolling through there going, my God, God, I have the worst photo envy of all time. How the fuck did they make that? It's so amazing. And, but it can be very debilitating to so many, especially the people who are really quiet, people who are really quiet, who are just watching and observing and and trying to learn. And I I hear it constantly when I'm talking with them one-on-one, not necessarily in in a group setting, but one-on-one where they're like, oh, I just wouldn't, I don't feel comfortable sharing. I'm just not like so-and-so. I'm not like, I'm not putting out work like that. And I feel like that's such a common thread. And then you even dissect further into, like you were saying, like in your community and, and possibly wanting to shoot families or couples or whatever, and seeing these other people and going, nah, I'm going to (laughs) pass as I'm not making work it's so it's so cutthroat on these groups you know we're like we want an artist to do four hours of work but we don't want to charge an arm and a leg and a hundred people will respond and you're like Mm -hmm. where can I fit into that like where am I going to be making money in that and right and so that was really discouraging and so that's why I kind of fell more into like the model work I was Mm -hmm. like okay this is more intimate I'm able to work with women Mm -hmm. one-on-one we're able to connect together we're able to create art we're here for the same goal Mm -hmm. you know like we chose each other to create with it wasn't a competition of who was the lowest price it was like whose soul matched right you know so when I was like okay this is the kind of work that speaks to me and I I stopped looking for work I stopped looking for you know comparisons to other artists and I just started going out and creating with people Mm -hmm. and getting that human connection Mm -hmm. and I really fell in love with that Mm, I love that so much and and I think that there is uh, there's so much heart 
behind that concept. And Mm -hmm. no matter what genre you're shooting, whether it's families, couples, editorial, events, whatever it might be, if, if you know your true heart is in it and it's a reflection of who you are as a person, then you're going to be successful. And, and you can ignore all of that nonsense that's floating around on social media a little bit better. Um, it, and it, it's hard. It's hard. Most people really struggle with it. Uh, I think we've all been there where, you know, it's, it's just, you're, and you're self-deprecating and you're like, I'm not good enough. And the self-doubt sinks in and then you're not creating anything because you put your camera away and it collects dust and you're like, oh, I'm going to bust it out when I'm feeling like I'm good enough again. And, and instead what I urge you to do, and I know Heather would say the same thing is go out and make some art, go out and just do it. And, and they're like, you're saying, it's all about the creating a lot of photographers. I think, try and just do it all. They want to do families, birthdays, kids, weddings, events, like, like, no, like calm down. <laughs> <laughs> right. What speaks to you, you know, right. like really get to the root of it. Like if you're in it just to make money, you know, like that's cool. Like that's what you do, right. but your work is going to be seen as not art. You know what I mean? Like yes, you can tell the artist from the people that just make money. Right. So to me, photography is art. And I really like to try and keep it, you know, to that root right. first and foremost, it's art first. And then it's a paycheck later. Mm, I love that so much. Oh my gosh, Heather, thank you so much for sharing a piece of your heart, for telling us about your background. I'm going to link uh, all of your social media and website links in the show notes. So you guys can follow along on her journey. You got to check her out. Her work is insanely good and you're just a beautiful person. So thank you for being here. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. It means so much to us that you're here and we hope you walk away feeling inspired as hell. If you're not already a student in Unraveled Academy, go to www.theunraveledacademy.com. You can also access the link below. Come join us. We have a seat waiting with your name on it.